another episode of the Pats Podcast. My name is Jason Kopeck, coming to you again, once again, from the wonderful Wyndham Hotel in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, at the annual Pennsylvania Athletic Training Society Symposium. And I have, uh, again, a, a great guest with us tonight, and that's one of the beauties of being here on site, is we just get to meet over and over again some of the most influential people in our profession and I have Rennie Sacco with me here tonight. Rennie, did I say that right? You said it perfectly. I, I practiced it in my head, and then I was, still con- uh, I was still concerned once I said it out loud. Not a problem. Rennie, thank you so much for taking the time out tonight, uh, this beautiful Friday evening. Uh, I know I'm taking you away from other people that want your, want your time. But thank you for sitting down with us tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, pleasure to do it. Uh, like I said, Rennie is you know not only uh, an athletic trainer that has been here in the state of Pennsylvania, but... Uh, tonight, he was uh, awarded the service award um, for his outstanding efforts in the state of Pennsylvania. And, you know, Rennie, if you could just briefly touch on, you know, what your career has looked like, you know, over, over the course of its span. Uh, from what aspect? From the Pats aspect or from? Whatever you're willing to give us, Rennie. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, it, it all started at Westchester mm-hmm. um, undergrad and moved on and uh, my first and only real job mm-hmm. was at Kutztown University when I graduated. So I was there from 1985 to 1992 um, by myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, so 23 sports. You can imagine uh, athletic training wasn't quite what it is today. We couldn't mm-hmm. get away with only having one at a level at, at, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, then we added. We were fortunate enough to add. But uh, let's start with that, Randy. Sure. So. You're there. You're at a Division II Division institution. Two. Yes. By yourself. By yourself. 1985-1992. I know I said let's maybe briefly talk about. It. Let's talk on that then. What was it like being there by yourself? Well, interesting. Um, when I got there, I was am- quite pleased. I had a uh, uh, a budget of uh, $5,500, and I was told by the AD that. Uh, I could buy whatever I needed to. So, mm-hmm. of how much? Fifty five hundred dollars. Yeah. And uh, after basically spending it all, <laughs> in, by October, yeah, <laughs> um, I asked for some more, and you know there wasn't anything more. And mm-hmm. it was interesting because the next year, when I got a little bit more, I got six thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, because you learn how to budget then. You learn how to make things uh, uh, extend your, your your pennies. I found out that when they added women's soccer as a varsity sport in 1985 which i hadn't known that was it their was their first year they took the eleven thousand dollar athletic training budget and split it in half and gave half this women's soccer so they could have a budget right and uh the interesting part there is i didn't know that Mm -hmm. and uh so we we may do and you know we we got what we needed done and uh just kept motoring along yeah the interesting part during that time we took our student workers. We taught them first aid. Mm-hmm. Taught them how to tape. Uh, I'm on the road with these football. were these were uh, His, were they athletic training? No. So they were like work study people for Cutstown University. Pure work yeah. study people. In fact, yeah. who um, may not have had any interest in athletics or healthcare whatsoever. None. Yeah. Uh, but you our, sold it to them. They were looking for a job. They needed money. And they, they had fun because they yeah. were engaged. It wasn't like uh, washing dishes at the Sure, the, the at cafeteria. the cafeteria, yeah. Exactly. Um, and uh, so they had fun. We had fun. Um, they got to – they were extension of, of, of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
you know, I, I didn't, I didn't know then, or have the fear then, yeah. that when I was on the road with football and there was a home soccer game or a home field hockey game, and I had a student, yeah. if something catastrophic would happen, what was going to happen? Yeah, we just assumed, you know, first day would be good, and right. you know, we moved yeah. on. Yeah. And then how did you slowly start to grow your staff there at Kutztown? Well, we had. What was that process like? I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you like to think that you can educate administrators, Mm -hmm. and it's not as easy as you think. Mm -hmm. As long as things are going well, and then all of a sudden, the the squeaky wheel gets Mm -hmm. the grease. Well, I wasn't enough of a squeaky wheel, but what happened was we had more squeaky wheels, and that was Mm -hmm. the soccer coach. Mm -hmm. You know, why aren't we? Why don't we have an athletic trainer at home games? Mm -hmm. You know. Field fair, hockey, right? I mean, fair. Wrestling, yeah. basketball on the road, yeah. baseball, that yeah. kind of stuff. Spring football in the in you know for four for four weeks in yeah. the spring, I'm at football practice, and there's a baseball, softball, or lacrosse game going on on the other side of campus. Now we had a split campus, yeah, and so they wanted um, to know. They wanted to know. Yeah. Um, at the same time, what was happening was uh, the athletic trainers in our conference, the Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference. We started meeting and we started talking and saying we're in similar situations. Some mm-hmm. had two, most yeah. had one, and we're like, hey, you know, we'll take care of yours, but if I'm at an away football game, I can't take care of yours because I'm not even home. Yeah. So we then petitioned and started, you know, writing to the athletic directors who we reported to mm-hmm. at the time, hey, we need more help. We, you yeah. know, this is what's going to And it slowly start from right. there. So most schools got a second and that lasted for 10 or 12 years. And then yeah. things, you know, just yeah. sort of grew in the early 2000s where we got a third and then a fourth. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of schools right now have probably four or five if you mm-hmm. have over 20 sports. Yeah. How did your role specifically grow? So they added two, they added three uh, at Kutztown, four, whatever it may be, to, to when you were there. How did you uh, slowly start to, I don't want to say divvy up the work, but... How did you kind of mold yourself into the role that you had there at Kutztown? Well, interesting, my biggest argument for the extra positions were this, we need more athletic trainers to do uh, athletic training with our student athletes. Yeah. So when we were hiring, they ended up doing more athletic training, and I, I sort of kept the administrative. Yeah. And, it, and for, for the most part, it worked. And then when I first started, you had a physical paper mm-hmm. and yeah. an insurance paper. Yeah, yeah. Now our paperwork, mm-hmm. um, when I left, was 15, 16 pages. Right. So you have to add then yeah. all these extra l- sure. layers. So the difference was slowly adding administrative load, then the medical records. We were mm-hmm. writing by hand. Now we're writing. You know, we're, we're typing. Um, so... I tried to keep as much administrative load off the staff's plate so they could spend more time with the student athlete. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's my role as director is yeah. to make sure that the, they and the student athletes had what they needed. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would take the, the, the role of I'll do more so you can do a better job at what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. Your your career at Kutztown, you know, spans 37 a, years, 37 years, a significant amount of time. Yeah. Uh, is there like a, a, a peak of your of your time there? Was, was there a moment that you look back on and say, like, man, like 
what an experience. Was there you know, anything that really sticks out to you? And if you say it was the, the, the whole thing, that, that's fine, too. Yeah, there, there were bits and pieces at mm -hmm. times. Um, and, and I'm sorry to throw you off guard. So no, no. what I was alluding to, I, I have a secondary question here okay. coming. That is, okay. is, you know. So, you know, at Division II, we don't see a, a lot of professional mm -hmm. athletes come through. Mm -hmm. Athletes who become professional yeah. athletes. Uh, but we had, you know, we had a fair share. We yeah. had a few baseball players. Uh, Ryan Vogelson, you know, won a World Series. John yeah. Mobley won two World, two, two world Championships, yeah. Super Bowls. Um, so we have individuals and watching them yeah. you could sense they're different yeah you know we uh, uh our women's uh, softball team they went to the world series final game yeah. last out you yeah know, last out and, yeah. And, and and almost got it done and right. and being with them and 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 seeing how the student athletes respond mm -hmm. in those situations uh, our basketball teams have done well at different times uh wrestlers we've had you know probably in the most recent <clears throat> decade uh, high, a higher level of success um, and I've watched the athletic program improve mm -hmm. more all conference, more all, all, all yeah. uh, NCAA all Americans. Uh, and it just, just watching them grow. Now I'm not really great with names, yeah. but I'm great with faces. Yeah. And sometimes that's, you know, they come back and they say, Hey, how you doing? I'm like, Oh, and I forgot her name. I forgot his yeah. name. Um, but it's nice when they come back yeah. into the training room and say, hi, how you doing? I, yeah. I, I, I never want them to not come back and say, well, I'll stop by. You're busy. I'm never too busy yeah. to tape an ankle and talk to you. To, you know. yeah. And so that, to me, that when you say, that's what I like. Yeah. That, that was the part that I stayed in it for as long mm -hmm. as I did yeah. under those stresses and, and, yeah. uh, and the ups and the downs and the good coaches, the bad coaches and you know, the lack of money, the, yeah. you know, because we never really had a whole lot of money. Um, My follow-up question then, it, it may resonate with you more so than other people I've talked to, but being that you were for, you know, however amount of many years in the army of one, like you just said, yeah. limited budget, uh, you know, the term aha moment in athletic training gets thrown out a lot. So whether this is an aha moment or not, um, we've talked about, you know, you and I off air or other people, mm -hmm. we know like the things are changing in athletic training. People are coming and going. Rennie, was there a moment in your career where you said, I'm exactly where I was meant to be? Was there, was, was there a conversation with an athlete? Was there a conversation with a coach? Was there a moment where you said, you know, the athletic training is what I was built to do? I don't know if the aha moment, I think, was more when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine too. Yeah, yeah which is it, fine it, too. It happened. Um, I took a, of uh, like a care and prevention. Yeah. Course my senior year, mm -hmm. um, and what had happened was the year before, mm -hmm. one of my uh, classmates played football, mm -hmm. got hurt. His dad was an athletic trainer at a local college. Went out there, thought it was interesting. They taught a class the next year, took it, was very interested in anatomy mm -hmm. and, and taping and yeah. how the body worked and all that stuff. And during football season, um, my skill apparently was better than our coaches because our coaches, yeah. we didn't have an athletic trainer, went to parochial right. school. 
uh, our coaches did the taping and some of the players, you know, I'm That's leaving so school yeah. and, and in the car going, are you going out to the stadium? I'm like, All right, why? Because yeah. I need you to take my ankle. I need to take my knee. Yeah. And I'm playing. So I'm right. like, okay, I'll get out there. So I was fortunate enough to have the last two periods, uh, they called them mods, off. And I would go out early and, you know, I started taping our players. Yeah. So when you say, this is what I wanted to do. Yeah. I thought this was cool. Yeah. You know, and then I go to Westchester. I end up doing the internship route. Mm -hmm. Some things didn't work out at, at Westchester because mm -hmm. of my, you know, my emotional focus wasn't where it needed to be. I end up going down to Swarthmore College. Spent two years. Had a great experience. Yeah. I got, I got, I passed the first time through. Got yeah. a job, and man, I was just flying. So yeah. it didn't seem that big a deal being by myself. Yeah. Um, until I got there, and I'm like, well, you just got to make do. Yeah. You know. And not, I mean, yeah, you, you argue that you need more, you are, right. you know, and, and you petition and do all the things that you need to do, but you just never gave up. You just yeah. kept, you know, you get up yeah. at six o'clock in the morning, you get home at seven, eight o'clock mm -hmm. at night, you know, you do what you got to do and, you know, you're, you, you, you try and hope your family and friends understand what's going through, you know, what's, what you're doing. Randy, last question for sure. you. Uh, I know you, you, there's a lot of people here that want to talk to you tonight and I don't want to take <laughs> you away from too many of the, uh, those people, but... Uh, so you stopped down to the athletic training room uh, at Westchester. You know, I don't know if you remember. So, it was, you mm -hmm. know, it was one of my first few games. And, mm -hmm. um, this, you know, this is a testament to what you've done in your profession. There was, we talked for maybe 30 minutes, and a lot of what you said to me resonated that I'll probably carry with me for the rest of my career. So I'm glad you remembered it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you were there for homecoming. There was yeah. different reasons, right? Yeah. I, I got a game to worry about. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, for, for the younger crew, and, and I'm, I'm not as young as it may be, but th this was my first year in NCAA sports. Mm -hmm. It was definitely my first year in the PSAC. Um, piece of advice for us moving forward here in, in collegiate sports. Anything you got for us? Loaded question? No. Um. I could answer that three different ways at three yeah. different decades. Yeah. Today, I would say develop balance mm -hmm. in your life, fully understanding that when you're at work, you're doing the best you can mm -hmm. while you're there. And you prepare yourself to do the best you can whenever you can whether it's coming to a Pat's convention or a symposium, mm -hmm. whether it's taking an, an online course, whether it's, you know, reading a journal article. But it's, you know, I understand today it's not going to be, you know, a 24-hour right. mindset. Yeah. So have balance because when you're doing the thing that you love doing, you'll enjoy it more because when you step away to do something else with your family, your mm -hmm. friends, or colleagues – You'll miss it a little bit, mm -hmm. and then you'll have you'll still have passion when you go back, which only might be at the weekend. Yeah, I think what happens is you need to fight for your balance, which I think I would argue with my older colleagues that we probably didn't fight enough yeah. for our for a balance in our lives, mm -hmm. and we use it as a uh, a badge of honor mm -hmm. of how much. It's right. changed in right. how we did things, and yeah. we would never have done them back then. And I'm I saying, hear that a lot. Yeah. It, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that, if you probably do talk to some of my peers, while at Kutztown, I tried the best I could to develop balance in our program, mm -hmm. so that um, th they would ask you to do 
and, and they should. Management should ask you to do whatever they can get away with. You have to protect your time. Right. And because you do not want to walk down a path where you say, I wish I would have done this yeah. because, you know, I spent too much time here. You can do the greatest job in the world. And if you do it for 10 hours, you're still doing the greatest job. If you do right. it for 11 hours, you're doing just do the greatest job you can in the time you have. Right. And then find balance. And that's why we're, you're one of the best, Rennie. I appreciate you sitting down with Thanks. us tonight. And I congratulate you again of your service award for the State of Pennsylvania Athletic Training Society. Rennie, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Thanks.